You are listening to ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. According to the latest statistics, arthritis is the leading cause of disability in the U.S. today. In terms of dollars, the total cost attributable to the disease is more than $128 billion, or 1.2% of the gross domestic product in this country. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Laura Humphrey, and with me today is Dave Zook, Public Policy Advisor for the Arthritis Foundation in Atlanta. Welcome. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's great to have you. Today we're discussing legislation created to provide preventative care and future treatment for the vast number of people suffering with this debilitating disease. Let's begin by talking about the numbers. We know arthritis has a huge impact on our economy. Can you tell us how many people are currently diagnosed with arthritis? Well, Dr. Humphrey, according to a very recent report from the Centers on Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, there are 46 million Americans diagnosed uh, with arthritis in the United States. So it's a very uh, rapidly growing group as well. We get an annual update uh, on the statistics, and we can see a growth pattern that is really very, very concerning. And you work directly for the Arthritis Foundation? Yes, I'm involved uh, with their public policy group here in Washington, D.C. We work uh, with volunteers and staff all across the United States in more than 40 chapters. Wow. How do you become a public policy advisor? Well, for the most part, people doing the work that I do uh, have an experience in, in government, usually with Congress or a health care agency of, uh, at the federal level. And tell us about this Arthritis Prevention Control and Cure Act. I'd be happy to. We're very excited about uh, this development with the introduction of the Arthritis Prevention Control and Cure Act. The bill has been introduced in both the United States Senate and the U.S. House and is already gathering uh, a lot of support with uh, nearly a quarter of the Senate, 20 five members uh, having co-sponsored the bill and well over 100 members of the House. Really, the legislation is the first comprehensive response to the burden of arthritis since 1974. That's when the last National Arthritis Act was passed by Congress and signed into law. That legislation created the Institute at the National Institutes of Health, which in part focuses on arthritis research. And given really the many changes that have occurred in research and public health and access to quality health care over the last three decades, together with the increasing burden of the disease, we thought it was time for another response. And so uh, this legislation is designed to create three areas of focus to address the mounting burden of arthritis. And what are those three areas? Well, as I mentioned, uh, biomedical research is a very important component of our strategy, and the bill would seek to increase funding for arthritis research and also coordinate it across the entire federal government so that we're getting the most return on the investment of taxpayer dollars. Additionally, it would focus the efforts around prevention of arthritis. That's one of the key elements of tackling really the burden of the disease is to find ways to effectively prevent additional cases of arthritis wherever possible. And finally, arthritis affects nearly 300,000 children in the United States, among that 46 million, and there's a critical shortage of care uh, for those kids 
across the United States, and, and the bill would create incentives for physicians to enter pediatric rheumatology, which is the subspecialty that treats kids with arthritis. What are the elements that are known to be helpful in preventing this horrible disease? Well, uh, there are some proven strategies, particularly around osteoarthritis, as you may know, Dr. Humphreys, and the, the foundation has begun a uh, an effort with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to develop uh, ways to educate and inform uh, both physicians and people with arthritis about these strategies. Certainly among them are uh, weight control and uh, physical activity. Those are leading risk factors for osteoarthritis and are in a real focus of the CDC effort across the country. I would add that there are also secondary disability that comes from both uh, many forms of arthritis that uh, the program is designed to help prevent as well. And what are the primary components that the doctors listening to the show today should really be aware of from this act? Well, again, I think it's it's the idea that uh, a comprehensive, integrated response can help us turn the tide on arthritis. Uh, physicians certainly are at the front line of accomplishing that. Uh, there are many uh, new therapies and new strategies that are arriving really in the market on a, on a regular basis that physicians are uh, making available to people with arthritis. We think that working to improve access to those therapies is critical, and, and certainly physicians do that both directly in terms of treating the patients and assisting them in understanding how to get coverage under their health plans and foundation is working with both doctors and patients to help accomplish that. We recognize that most physicians have limited time, so uh, our collaboration is really around how to develop advocacy or self-advocacy for patients with, with their health plans to get access to that, to that good care. If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Laura Humphrey, and my guest today is Dave Zook, Chief Public Policy Officer for the Arthritis Foundation. And you were just telling us, Mr. Zook, about some of these new therapies and strategies that kind of extend the reach of the physician. Could you tell us some more? Certainly. About six or seven years ago, the foundation worked with the CDC to create the National Arthritis Action Plan, which is a nationwide effort to engage physicians, consumers, public health departments at the state level, really a, a comprehensive approach to bring stakeholders into uh, these new areas of understanding for prevention and control. We've seen uh, very good results in a number of the states that are, that are now participating in this in terms of awareness, what steps can be taken uh, to help both prevent the onset of arthritis and also to have early and effective diagnosis so that people can get into uh, the right forms of care more quickly. What are some of the mechanisms that can be used for that? We rely a good deal on communications strategies. This occurs both at the physician's office level where we've worked with public health departments to develop campaign communications campaigns. We're also uh, using the internet very extensively to get uh, information into the hands of both physicians and patients. And then 
We're also uh, developing with the CDC a national communications campaign strategy that will rely on public service messages as well as more grassroots-oriented communications. You've suggested several times that there are some new therapies, new strategies that can be used earlier and at home. Could you give us kind of a sampling of what those might be? In terms of public health approach that the foundation has been using in the, in the efforts to prevent the onset of arthritis and its effects, we really are uh, encouraging physical activity and weight control. There are a, a variety of strategies that the foundation has developed in, in a self-help approach to enable people to take advantage of really both home-based as well as workplace-oriented approaches. And I know that access to health care is an issue many people are talking about these days. Does this legislation that you're telling us about, or the foundation itself, promote more access to health care? Well, we believe so. We're, we're certainly focused both on access to health care as well as the quality of health care. And, and in our judgment, the Act serves both goals. In addition, the foundation is really working with policymakers at all levels to improve coverage of many key therapies and services, and this is going on both here in Washington, D.C., as well as state capitals around the country. Is there anything doctors can do to promote this access? Well, we think so. We have partnered with physicians groups, the American College of Rheumatology most notably, to uh, help them play a key role in informing patients about the best prevention and care strategies, as well as how the health care system works. I mentioned earlier that we understand that time is precious, and so the foundation is really playing a partnering role in helping folks be stronger advocates with their health plans and with lawmakers. And what, if anything, does the Arthritis Prevention, Control, and Cure Act do to ensure that doctors are reimbursed by insurance companies for arthritis-related treatments? Well, I think it sets the stage for uh, improving coverage and payment for both physician services and for uh, therapies. Really, coverage is a, and access to quality care is an important policy area for the foundation. The legislation through encouraging greater coordination and research in public health, as well as encouraging people to enter pediatric rheumatology, we believe is a, is a foundation for that access to care. What would you say is the outlook at this point for the Act, and what, if any, other arthritis-related legislations are you working on? Well, we're gathering momentum. Uh, this Congress just began at the end of January. We have a number of co-sponsors of the legislation, both the Senate and the House. Leadership for the legislation, including Senator Kennedy and Senator Bond in the Senate, and Representative Eshoo from California and Representative Pickering, from Mississippi in, in the House, and we've been meeting very actively with those sponsors as well as the leadership of the committees to urge that they move this legislation this year and, be, and work with us to address this mounting burden of arthritis. And what, if anything, can doctors do to help support this? Well, we would certainly urge physicians to join the arthritis advocates, which can be accomplished through our website at www.arthritis.org, 
to sign up there to become part of the effort and to urge their members of Congress to support the legislation. What, if anything, do you want to say to physicians about this act that we've not said? Well, certainly I want to thank the many rheumatologists and other physicians across the country who have been actively supporting the legislation and to assure them that the Arthritis Foundation looks forward to working with them towards both the enactment of this legislation as well as to improve access to quality care. And what are your next steps as the policy director? Well, the next steps for us really is very much uh, shoe leather, working uh, to bring more members of, of Congress on board the legislation and then getting action uh, early this year. I want to thank Dave Zook for being our guest. He's been discussing public policies that affect those suffering from arthritis today. I'm Dr. Laura Humphrey. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.